everyone, and welcome to the Ear Drunk Podcast. Uh, my name is Zach Webb, and uh, with me, as always, is my partner in crime, Marshall Brook. Yo! Yeah. Uh, thank you guys so much for clicking on the podcast. we got a great show for you. Uh, Marshall. Yeah, what's up? What's up? What's up? I'm 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 put together. Yeah. I'm an adult man. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You're all here, physically, <laughs> mentally, spiritually. You're in the room, Marshall. Uh, you ever you ever get an OSHA violation? Oh, have I? Yeah. Oh my no. So I've never gotten like a proper. I guess do you get a summons if you violate OSHA and like they catch you? I think they just send you a fine. Uh, well, yeah. uh, either way, uh, uh, none of the times that I have put ladders on top of other ladders and then climbed both ladders have I gotten a fine. So, yeah. so uh, no, but I should have. Yeah, you should have. Yeah. yeah. Well, for me, I always think of like OSHA, like uh, uh, they could just pop out of anywhere, mm-hmm. you know? Like, if you're ever doing construction work, like <laughs> flip over every sort of uh, like potted plant, uh, kind of check behind <laughs> every bush. You know, because they're, they're in there. Yeah, they're waiting. You know, they uh, they they treat it. You know, like uh, uh like a, that makes me wonder. Do, do most facilities have like a potted plant that has a like do not remove under order of law like a mattress tag? Oh, and yeah. And that's where the OSHA guy is. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, he's just in there. You know, from 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 six a.m. to uh, uh, eight thirty p.m. Uh, and just and waiting. Out. Yeah, mm. man. OSHA plant also sounds like something that I'd get at Home Depot. An OSHA plant um, sounds like something I would uh, purchase and, and and then immediately thereafter kill um, yeah. from Home Depot. Yeah. So. <laughs> Man, it sucks when you can't keep plants alive. The thing, okay, so I used to grow a bunch of plants. Yeah. I had habanero peppers. Ooh. I had serrano peppers. I think I had jalapeno peppers. Yeah, just a lot of spice. I had uh, bell peppers, mm-hmm. um, and then I had basil. Yeah, all died. <laughs> Did you have any sort of memorial service for these? I don't remember getting like a Facebook invite to like. Um, uh... I didn't think it would be appropriate because everyone I know always like whenever a celebrity dies, they always try to like make it about them. Like Zach, sure. like every time a celebrity dies, I see you posting uh, like six or seven statuses tagging uh, their page in it, just saying, "Look at me!" Yeah, look well, at me. Well, normally what I do is I take about um, like <laughs> six or seven pictures of that person, and then I Photoshop myself into them but like you're 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 imagining it wrong people y'all are imagining he is next to this celebrity maybe taking a selfie he is photoshopping his face over their face and saying can you believe this person is dead (laughs) (laughs) it's really it's really in just very poor taste y'all very poor taste yeah well you know uh it's just i'm grieving marshall and everyone deals with grief in different ways but we covered that in our arby's episode (laughs) episode four i think we did they like i feel like when the steps of grief uh were made you know they didn't add photoshop into it no and and that's one of it's kind of like the u.s constitution or the bible where it just the age is starting to show Mm -hmm. you know this was written in a different time by different people my whole thing is like it's hard to believe in the constitution because dubstep wasn't a thing yet (laughs) can you imagine yeah can you imagine the founding fathers just raving just like (laughs) 
And they're just sitting here like signing really big with a quilt. <laughs> you see just like George Washington crossing the Delaware with like a shitload of glow sticks and everyone's got a pacifier in their mouth. And and the British, like like the British honestly rave so much harder than the Americans do. And that was yeah. true in the 1700s as well. Yeah. Oh, um, yeah. Um, where do you think the United States, the Continental Army, got its molly? <laughs> <laughs> They had to score Molly from the Brits, okay? Yeah. They're not. They walk around saying, oh, 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 what's his name? Is a real traitor. Benedict Arnold. Cumberbatch. Cumberbatch is yeah. a real traitor. It's like, no, dude. Y'all are all buying Molly. I know your source. Yeah. I know your connect, your plug. Yeah. His name is Nigel. <laughs> <laughs> and he's got some good shit. <laughs> The British are raving. The British are raving. You know? That's why he was carrying the light. Yeah. Because <laughs> he was giving him a yeah. light show. Yeah. It was a strobe effect. Whew. Yeah. All well, right. <laughs> Jinx. Now that we got that out of the way, uh, ladies and gentlemen, uh, here at Ear Drunk Podcast, the, uh, uh, what we do every episode is we take a theme and we create a playlist of songs based around that theme. Uh, we also got fun little segments here and there along the way. Uh, but before we get started, uh, Marshall, uh, uh, what kind of beer are you drinking? I am drinking the Deep Elm IPA. Ooh, yeah. This one's good. I like this one a lot. Um, I mean, I, I think we've had Deep Ellum brewery beers before. They brew a lot of really good stuff. Yeah, we um, had, I think it was last episode, I had a Dallas the blonde, blonde. right, yeah, that, the Dallas Blonde, yeah. That, <laughs> that was a little some, sour. Yeah. <laughs> Not because of them. That's all on me. Yeah, that was... <laughs> that's more on, like, the people who made your refrigerator, but, uh... uh <laughs> products these days, right? Yeah. Uh, but yeah, no, the Deep Ellum IPA. This one's actually really good. I like it a lot. It's one of those IPAs that, like, isn't made just so that they can stamp an IPA label on it. It's not super duper hoppy. It's got a good flavor to it. Um, yeah. And like all good IPAs, it's strong. Yeah. <laughs> we getting loose on this episode. We're loose. Yeah. I'm what also, are you drinking? I'm, I'm drinking uh, also from uh, Deep Elm Brewery uh, called Manic Confidence. Oh. And it's like a hazy, uh, they classified it as, it as a hazy enough IPA. Okay. Uh, yeah, no, it's pretty pretty delicious, you know? Hell like yeah. Uh, yeah, very I didn't realize, I stuff. grabbed that beer for you, and I didn't realize it was an IPA. So I'm going to toast you real quick. For, yeah. Uh, both of, I think this is the, the first time we're actually drinking IPAs on the show. See? Yeah. We have refined taste, people. Yeah, for I sure. I know you come in here every day, you're like, what, episode five was the piss episode, and now all of a sudden these guys think they've got class? It's like, yeah. no, man. We had class the whole time. Yeah, and piss. And, well, I mean, that's, that's just from the beer. Yeah. <laughs> All right, and that uh, concludes our piss talk and our beer talk on today's episode. Uh, but we got a bunch of fun segments. Marshall, I think you have something ready to go. Yeah, so uh, it's been almost exactly a month since Christmas. Mm -hmm. And uh, uh, I was thinking, you know, by now some of the trauma and whatnot has worn off and it's probably okay for us to talk about it. Um, and so I wrote a little segment here uh, called I'm Dreaming of a Worthwhile Christmas. Oh, okay. Uh, uh, and, and, and really what I want to do here is I was thinking that we could uh, uh, each share with the listeners uh, three different gifts that we got mm -hmm. that we wish were better and what we wish they were instead. Okay, I think I got a few in the, in the, in the canon. Good man, good man. Yeah. Uh, uh, so... Uh, uh, I think I'm just gonna fire off all three of mine. Sure. And then I'll let you fire off all three of yours. Sounds good. Uh, so the, 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 the first gift that I got that I wasn't super pleased with, 
uh, this year at Christmas was a Yamaha GH47 speedboat with a center <laughs> console, below deck, onboard motor, full surround sound, and a back deck for water skiing. Uh, you didn't the, like it? <laughs> the total package is valued at uh, above $40,000. Sure. Um, and I think I really would have just uh, preferred a new set of tires for my 2014 Mazda 2. Uh, the new tires would have been valued at approximately $180. Yeah, but I mean, can your tires, uh, you know, uh, uh, go real fast on the water? No, but like I stay in, man. Yeah. Like when, when, when I I get out of my apartment when I go to work. Mm-hmm. We even record the podcast right after work. I come here and then I go straight back home. That's like yeah. all I do. Um, but don't you don't you work on the high seas? Well, I, look, the thing is, I can't drive a boat down I thirty five, man. Yeah. Though. On a rainy day like today, I might try water skiing behind a car <laughs> on I-35. That might work. Yeah. Um, so anyways, uh, 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 just kind of a letdown with the boat. Uh, I yeah, really need sure. new tires on my car. Uh, I'm yeah. putting a lot of mileage on them. Um, so I guess uh, the second gift that I got that I wasn't a huge fan of was the uh, Fujifilm GFX 100 medium format mirrorless camera. Mm-hmm. Uh, this bad boy clocks in at about $10,000. I mean, you want to talk about Ooh. beautiful landscapes. You want to yeah. talk about megapixels on megapixels. I gotta get all uh, You want to talk about film, film simulation. It's got it all. Mm-hmm. Um, and really, like, <sighs> it's like my hair is getting long. Mm-hmm. And I just, like, I feel like I probably could have used something a little more utilitarian, like a good, like, drain snake. Oh, yeah. Um, and I found one of those on Amazon for, like, eight bucks. And I'm just like, ah, are they trying? Yeah. Are they even trying? Yeah. Do they love me? What kind of snake? <laughs> aluminum. Aluminum snake? <laughs> yeah, yeah, aluminum. Very venomous. Yeah, you gotta be careful with those. And I guess to top off, the third thing that I really kind of wish that I got, um... The third thing that I got for Christmas this year that it was a little bit of a letdown for me, mm-hmm. um, it was a, uh, a solid 24 karat gold bar weighing 63 kilograms. Oh, yeah. Um, I had an appraiser look at it before uh, I came in today, uh, and it was valued currently at the time of recording at $3,640,343. Holy shit, you were good this year, um, last and, year. Uh, I just like, I just like, I hate it when people give currency. It just feels so cheap. Yeah. You know, I I almost just wish that like, instead of that, I could have just maybe had some quality time with my family. (laughs) So, uh, yeah, Yeah. a little disappointed with the haul this year. Yeah. No, I mean, uh, it sounds like you got a bunch of shit. Yeah. A bunch Uh, of trash, right? Yeah. I, uh, I also have some things that I wish, uh, were, were taken back, uh, (laughs) or like I could have exchanged them at the store. Oh yeah, yeah. Like the the first thing I got was jorts. <laughs> you know, like, it, like 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 were they were they the kind of jorts that like have been cut, <laughs> or were they the yeah. kind of jorts that are like made as jorts? Yeah, no, no, no. There, there. Someone made them into jorts. They're Christmas oh. jorts. Oh no. Yeah, oh, yeah. No. And I, okay. And it's like I wish instead of jorts, I would have just gotten a nice pair of denim socks. Oh yeah, I know yeah. what you mean, man. It's yeah. like. For when you're out in the field wrangling cattle. Right. Uh, for when you're out in the field uh, wrangling corn. Yeah. Uh, those two situations, denim socks, really come in clutch. Yeah, for sure. You know, and for me, it's like the jorts are just the opposite of what my denim socks would do. Right. You your know? feet go right through them. Yeah. No, no, no. So it's like <laughs> jorts is just like, okay, it's, it's, it's denim, but, you know, we're cutting it off of the calves. But if I get some long denim socks, 
You know, like those those babies are growing all the way up to my knees. If you wore, you gotta like, zip them up. <laughs> if you wore like a denim underwear, mm-hmm. that would be kind of like jort socks, right? Because like your socks go on under your shoes. Yeah. So if I you're guess. wearing denim underwear under your jorts, mm-hmm. uh, it's like it's almost like the 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 the, the denim socks for your Johnson. <laughs> <laughs> denim socks for your cocks. Uh, <laughs> Oh, the the next thing I got, I got a like a Versace uh, T-shirt. Oh, right? nice. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. But honestly, what I really wanted was just Medusa's head. <laughs> yeah, no, I know what you mean, dude. Yeah, so it's like, oh man, this is kind of what I wanted because it's like Medusa's head is on here, but like I really kind of want to hold up Medusa's snake head and then turn people to stone. You know, right, right. Like, you know, I was like really good this year. I, you know, took out the dog a bunch. I helped, you know, kids with their homework. You know, it's, uh, it's, I, so. They didn't pass, but I helped them, you know? Look, it's the thing about it is they're really just looking out for your well being, Zach. Yeah. Cause like, I know you. Mm-hmm. I've seen you. Yeah. You're seeing me now. Two or three times I've seen you. Yeah. Um, rest of the time, eyes closed. Mm-hmm. Um, but every year around Christmas, the second one of those boxes gets under the tree, you start shaking and shaking and shaking and shaking. Right. And so the thing about it is like, is like, of course, they're not going to give you a Medusa head if you do that every year, bro. Yeah. Because you're going to open the box and it's going to be out of place and you're going to get turned into stone. Yeah. And mom and papa love you. <laughs> <laughs> I just always shake it because like you never know what it's going to be. What if it's a puppy and it borks? <laughs> Yeah. Oh, that's so cute. Yeah, yeah. but then I would be like, it oh, starts, shit. I... It borks, and so you shake it harder, so it borks more. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Give you me gotta, more borks. Yeah, you gotta, you know, you can always tell a dog by its bork, you know? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, okay, last thing I got. Yeah. Um, I got a hippopotamus for Christmas. Full size? Yeah, or like one of those, size. Like one of those new, like, toy hippopotamuses that nope, they got. I got a big-ass hippopotamus for yeah, Christmas. Yeah, I'd be taking that in with the gift receipt as well. Yeah, I and mean, really what I need is therapy. <laughs> Just someone to talk to, you know? Like... I, tr- I tried talking about my problems to this hippopotamus, and then he just stuck his head out of the water with a little lily pad on his forehead and just <laughs> shot water into my face. Which, granted, I was already crying, so it's just kind of like, uh, you know, <laughs> kind of just fit, but just like, man. It didn't, like, make you wet, so it didn't, like, make your mood worse, but it was just kind of like, buddy. Yeah, it was just like, you know, usually I just need someone to listen, and it, it just doesn't seem like, you know, they're listening, you know? Hey, um... With the reveal of the hippopotamus gift, I do want to take back what my parents or what I said earlier about your parents caring about your safety with the Medusa head. Yeah, uh, they don't want you to have a Medusa head for other reasons, probably because they don't love you. Because a hippopotamus kills like I think that's the most dangerous animal in Africa. Oh yeah, I think so. I'm pretty too. sure it kills more people than any other animal in Africa. I'm pretty uh, sure. So so yeah. backtracking, Medusa head because your parents don't love you. Hippopotamus, yeah, I'd trade it in too. That thing's dangerous as hell. Yeah. Oh yeah. No, I think uh, Pablo Escobar had like a shitload like sent to Colombia, and then ever <laughs> since he died they're just running fucking they rampant invasive hippos yeah yeah I need to talk to Luis about that yeah yeah, yeah. no <laughs> Luis will tell you all about it <laughs> D- don't you remember how weird he got when we pitched like hey let's play hungry hungry hippos and <laughs> he, he just like crying. yeah and then, yeah. like, he just started, like, I think in Spanish, he just kept saying, my sister, my sister, my sister, and crying. Oh, it's really showing that you don't speak Spanish right now. He kept saying, my onions, my onions, my ah. onions. Yeah, yeah. 
Yeah, because those hippos just ate all his fucking onions. I guess. And then his dad didn't have anything to sell. <laughs> and then that year they were poor. But he got a hippopotamus for Christmas. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Uh, so I think I think the takeaway of the story is Luis needs to sell his Christmas hippopotamus for some therapy. Yeah, I think we should all trade in our hippopotamuses for therapy. I mean, that's basically what I asked to trade in my 63-kilogram solid 24-karat gold bar for. Yeah, just time with your family. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I think that's the end of that segment, Marshall. Unless, uh, <laughs> unless you got anything else. Uh, I think we're moving on to our main segment. And, Marshall, uh, I think... I think we messed up last episode. Oh and my we god! Didn't dude. explain how it works. So okay, and people were very upset. With Every you. episode before we go into this segment, I take a moment to explain how we do this segment. And the thing about it is, we do this segment the exact same every week. Insofar as we pick the same songs and we read the same notes every single week. It never changes the same order, the same everything. I thought by episode 10, y'all would have had it. Mm -hmm. um, there was an outrage. Mm -hmm. There was an outrage. We yeah. received over 73 emails. It was yeah. 74. We received 74 emails on the yeah. matter. They said, bros... I didn't know what was going on. I've been a listener since episode one. I just mm -hmm. couldn't follow what was happening. I yeah. need you to explain this segment. So Yeah. It got so bad I got swatted. Yeah. Oh my God. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I was one of the cops. It was I came in with a gun pointed at him and I was yeah. like, Zach? Yeah. Oh my god. Oh, this is so funny. I told you I wasn't a cop. Yeah. Um, first episode. <laughs> and now contractually, I still have to do this fucking podcast with you. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Hands up. Fuck twelve. <laughs> so, um, anyways, just gonna give y'all a quick rundown. Uh, you have the right to remain silent. Everything you say... Oh, no, sorry. Uh, what I meant to say was, uh, in this segment, what's gonna happen is, uh, uh Zach is going to present me with a, one of the songs from his playlist. And then, uh, because he's weaving a narrative, he is then gonna present me with his second, third, fourth, and fifth song. Yes. At which point he will hand off this very real, very golden baton with a flame on top to me. Mm -hmm. Um, at which point I will take it, I will say the oath, and I will then say all five songs in my playlist. <laughs> um, every week this happens the same, and it never changes. Mm -hmm. Yep, never, not at once. <laughs> uh, and so Zach, if you could just go ahead and kick it off. Yeah, so uh, our, our theme today was another day at the mill, right? And so I was thinking about like a salt, like a lumber mill, you know? Mm -hmm. uh, uh, so uh, my first song is called Sawdust and Spangles and Dreams by Nelson Riddle. <laughs> it is a soundtrack to a movie, but it's got a, it's a like sort of like a lounge jazz song. Ooh. Uh, so the movie it's from is called Jumbo. <laughs> yeah, not Dumbo, but Jumbo. Uh, it Different is, elephant. Yeah, and it's also based around a circus. Uh, really? Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh my, that rules. Yeah, so so I found this song because I was looking for things that had sawdust in them, right? And I found a few songs that I liked, but this one specifically, I just like had this idea for like a whole montage of what the morning of like the uh, uh, lumber mill looks <laughs> like. So it's called Morning Wood Lumber Mill. Uh, and it's, it's based in like uh, Washington, right? Not not. And so I had this idea where people like the person who gets in there first is just turning on all like the machinery and stuff. Mm -hmm. And like uh, it's this sort of like lounge jazz song that just is very twinkly. Like mm -hmm. it has like a lot of just like uh, I, I forget what the instrument is, but it's just like 
uh, like some sort of like really high xylophone or something like that, you okay. know, where it yeah, yeah, yeah. has that twinkly sound. And then like pretty much it just jumps between solos of like the flute and the trumpet and the piano and like, but it just has this like very uh, sort of like grandiose vibe to it. Like, I feel like it would be something that you would see in like an old timey movie where they show just like a big ballroom scene or like a, <laughs> like a casino. And it's just like, so but, it's kind of glamorous, right? But I it's just kind of a glamorous start to his day at the yeah, mill. Yeah. So, but I, I just, I have this idea of like a title sequence where it's just all oh, the machine. Yeah. Like it's all the, like the sort of machinery <laughs> moving, and like you know, he's he's sweeping up a little bit here and there. Another day at the mill, and it starts with an intro title sequence. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> the most Hollywood take on blue collar America exactly. I've ever heard. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> you know, it's just like a whole whole title sequence. You know, we see all these like like, and I I like to think that all the machinery is of that like 1950s like time. Yeah, you know, yeah. it's not like very modern or anything like that. It's just like, yeah, no, we just cut shit here. I don't need a fucking iPad to do that. You know, like <laughs> that sort of shit. Um, but I feel like uh, 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 <laughs> it just like it starts off so like optimistically for the work day. You know, uh-huh. uh, but yeah, that's my first song, uh, Sawdust and Spangles and Dreams. I did uh, by Nelson Riddle. I did have to look up what Spangles are, and apparently they're just sequins. Uh, <laughs> oh, it's like Star Spangled Banner. Yeah, exactly. The, the stars are the sequins. On yeah, the yeah, yeah. Okay, just like yeah, yeah. The metaphorical... shimmering, like that sort of thing. And I was just like, ah, like I understand why it's in the name for the circus song, you know. <laughs> uh, but I, I, and I tried to figure out some way where I'd be like, yeah, no, in the mill they got spangles. And I was just like, ah, maybe a how few much, flags. How much cooler would the American flag be if it had like real stars on it? Um, yeah, that'd be cool. Anyways, we can. No, I I, I like that. I, I thought you were gonna say if all the American <laughs> flags were bedazzled. Oh. Yeah. Oh. Okay. So what if they're bedazzled? So they're all shiny, and then all fifty stars are real stars from outer space. We can do like red dwarfs. I think that's the smallest. But uh, you want to talk about like setting off the shiny shimmers in some sequins? Like throw a real star on it, dog. Yeah. I I wonder why people haven't done that yet. It's because no one's industrious, dude. Yeah. It's like no one will just like get up off their butt, stop asking for handouts, and work hard in yeah. this country. I mean, give it a few more ye- a years, and I think <laughs> ye will be on to it, you know? Oh, God. <laughs> so my second song, Marshall, uh, is a song I really love called Lumberjack by Tyler, the Creator. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. It's, off, it's off his album, uh, Call Me If You Get Lost, mm-hmm. uh, which is a great album from start to finish. Absolutely. Uh, this song I love so much because the beat is so fucking sick. <laughs> uh, it, it is like, um, oh God, it, it has this like menacing vibe to it. I think it's like a sampled beat, but it reminds me of like the oh shit moment in video games where it's yeah. like you're walking yeah. around and all of a sudden you see an enemy and then the, they play the oh shit music. You yeah, know, like uh, when the bad guys show up and there's just like a complete tone shift in the sound that right you're exactly yeah. where it's like um recently reading a book that was talking about like music and a specific video game franchise and it just talks about how it like sets off your lizard brain and like fight or flight like response <laughs> yeah, right, which, right. Uh, which i love this song it's just sick as fuck one thing i really love about it is the opening because it starts off with like uh tyler the creator he's doing the opening bars of the song and then he stops 
uh, and then just kind of goes into this whole thing where it's like, oh, look, look how beautiful this is and like stuff like that. And he's like, that's why my mom always tells me to bring a picnic blanket. You never know, you know? And I was just <laughs> thinking, I was like, oh, that's probably like the daily life of a lumberjack is like you see all this scenic, beautiful shit and uh-huh. then you just chop it the fuck down. <laughs> You know, so it's like you could take that moment to be like, wow, this is gorgeous. All right, time to fuck it up. You know? <laughs> and so like uh, one thing I also really love about this song is just like the way the the the, the kick drum is, the bass mm-hmm. drum, uh, because it just has this big thud to it. And it just made me think also of like what it is like, you know, like chopping down a tree. Like the percussion of an axe, like thudding against wood. Yeah, like that's the snare. And then the tree falling is like the kick oh, drum, badass, you know? Yeah. yeah. And so like uh, I had that idea while like listening sing to the song um and, and like i just also like my envision is like okay so the mill starts and then it's like the lumberjacks these big beefed up dudes just all go out into the forest you know and just start chopping down fucking trees you know with their fucking axes and their flannel shirts uh, and then they just put them on like big fucking chains and they just drag them back to the mill. Not even put them on a fucking like semi or anything they're just like fucking dragging them i love how you have taken this prompt so far because like for you it's like a day in the life of the mill itself yeah here's all the moving parts of the mill yeah i wanted to give Um, it more of a like a twin peaks like no real main character just a lot of like yeah very interesting very interesting uh Uh, and so like uh i love this one thing (laughs) also i really like um about this song is uh sort of just the style of beat and then also his cadence while he raps kind of reminds me a bit of mf doom oh Uh, yeah there's like one lyric where he says like zero a couple of times and he hits that same cadence of like zero 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 like i uh-huh. that i feel like mf doom would hit yeah it's a fucking great song i, I just want to say i love that you just keep emphasizing how much you love the beat because i do feel like like honestly all the members of odd future that's like one of the big pools to their music is they Absolutely. all have really fire beats yeah um and it's like every single one of them like you could pull pretty much any of their albums out and just like pick a song and it's like whether you like the rapper or not it's gonna have a kick-ass beat behind oh it. yeah i mean and that's um, like from the beginning i remember seeing like yonkers like yeah, I know, long, right? yeah. a long time ago Dude, and the that beat, beat from yonkers goes so hard it's like, so, i mean like you, you get lost in his like lyrics and the fact that he eats like a cockroach you know but like it, the the fucking beat is just insane you know Dude, uh, and that's oh, why man. i love this album it's just it's so intricate and and like has so many different things going on with it Mm -hmm. and like uh, the way he's sort of like uh, approaches the track uh, uh, like I don't want to say narratively but like just like rhythmically and just like his cohesion to it just always just fits so well especially in this album you know yeah no absolutely I'm super excited to uh, sit down and listen to it I've definitely heard it before because I've definitely listened to that album but I can't think of which one it is off the top of my head yeah Uh, and I'm like stoked to sit down and listen. So my third song uh, is a song that I listen to actually quite a bit. And it is the first song that I chose for this uh, playlist. Oh, hell yeah. Uh, it is called Chainsaw by the Ramones. Oh, hell yeah. Yeah. So yeah, 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 yeah. the opening of Chainsaw starts with like a wood saw. Like, I don't even think it's like an actual chainsaw, but it's just that sound 
sort of a, a, a saw going through something. Like metal teeth going through wood. Right. And then, like, uh, as soon as it's over, it just jumps in with that, like, rhythm and, like, uh, uh, guitar sound of the Ramones. Yeah, you know? yeah. Like, it's just, like, very much, it's punk. It's, like, yeah, it's, right in your fucking it's face. It's the Ramones, baby. Yeah. And so, like, I just, uh, I had this idea. So there's a guy who, like, runs the saw named Tommy Two Hands. <laughs> Lucky him. Yeah. <laughs> so, so he runs the saw at the Morningwood Lumber Mill, and like recently he's 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 heartbroken. I'm like, sorry, it just hit me that you called it the Morningwood Lumber Mill. <laughs> that, like, that like blew past me. You did a whole thing on it earlier, and that blew past me until just now. Yeah. Um. Okay. Yeah. I, I I didn't know if you got it or just didn't think it was funny at all. No, I think I think I, I think I heard it as words and didn't even hear it as a joke. I was like, oh, he's introducing the setting. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> So Tom, my bad that rules. So Tommy Two Hands, he runs the saw there and he like uh recently uh is going through a breakup because the song uh, uh Chainsaw like has like sort of like a melancholy to it. Uh like the the verse is like sitting here thinking only of you. Uh like you know, uh-huh. don't know what to do. And then the chorus is just like Texas Chainsaw Massacre cuz they don't say massacre. <laughs> massacre. They say massacre. They took my baby away from me. Um, uh, Brits. Any yeah. Brits who listen to the show, please let us know if y'all... Call it Massacre. If you call it Massacre. It's so fancy. Yeah. It's like, oh, yeah, you want to go around the trolley and have a massacre? Oh, you want to put your pinky up and massacre a bunch of natives? <laughs> That's an older British gentleman yeah. uh, from, like, the 1800s. Yeah, you know. <laughs> I like how evil they were. <laughs> <laughs> For a bunch of like chobs who like tea now. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, so he's he's just so heartbroken that his his girl no longer loves him and he's just like he's losing his focus and uh uh his you know tears are getting in his eye uh, eyes and and due to all of that Tommy uh two hands saws off one of his hands. Oh, thank God he didn't saw off. I thought he was going to saw off both of his yeah. hands and be Tommy No Hands. <laughs> Tommy, I'm rooting for you. Fist pumping with whatever hand you still have. Yeah, So, so, uh, and that leads me into my next song called Severed Hand by Local <laughs> News Legend. Tommy's hand is just on the floor. Uh, and uh, like one of the office workers uh, mm-hmm. named Ashley with three G's. Uh, walks in and sees like the severed hand, right? And I I picked the song uh, uh, "Severed Hand" by local news legend because like it's a it's a like a fast paced kind of folk song, but it's about sort of like uh, uh, like a Gen Z uh, t- uh, type of girl who like talks about how it's like oh I was born in like ninety nine when I was like two nine eleven happened and like it's just like <laughs> listing all of this shit like that has like gone on in our society like oh since you mean then. like the, the several economic collapses and like exactly. the imminent demise through global warming that we're yes. facing and yeah. uh, and people still care about corporate gains. Yeah exactly. <laughs> yeah. So so it, it talks about just like dealing with all of that shit in your life and then she like goes back to her hometown to find a rotting severed hand in a gas station and then she's like well i was nauseous for the first couple of seconds and then i was like "Ah, i've seen worse you know i loved that yeah and so i I love that i just imagine this character who just sees this like like severed hand and just for a second kind of goes uh Ah, whatever. But, you know, it's like, oh, this is just another day. 
but like one thing I love about the song too is like after a certain point so after uh, that initial chorus of like that oh, I've seen worse she like repeats the chorus like the start of it like over and over again as she's playing it faster and faster and then like kind of like at one point just shifts to where it like just slows down ridiculously and and she's not playing as like you know like uh, carefully so it just has this like sluggish feel and I just kind of like envision that's what Tommy now one hand is like (laughs) Is going through like you know it's is it like because he's bleeding out or yeah, it's, the adrenal, <laughs> it's the the first adrenaline rush and then like the blood is like making up loss oh, is making him loopy you know uh, so, so that's my song <laughs> uh, 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 Severed Hand by uh, local news legend uh, it's really it's a really good song I liked it a lot um, everything you've said about it makes me really excited to listen to it yeah and it's and it's a very simple folk song you know it's just like a, a, it's just one woman and a guitar you know like it's it's really nice. Uh, um, so my final song for this uh, <laughs> is from a band whose name I'm super excited to say. Oh, we got another mannequin pussy on our hands. Yeah. So this one is <laughs> called Workers Comp <laughs> by Sewer Baby. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Sewer Su- Baby. Sewer Baby. And it's just, they don't have a whole lot of followers right now, so I hope we can help them out with that, because this song fucking rules. Uh, It is, like, like the the premise I have is just, like, one-hand Tommy, now, uh, well, formerly two-hand Tommy, uh, like, lives his days in now his gross apartment, (laughs) just, uh, like, living off of, like, workers' comp. You know, uh, and like the song itself just has this very haunting. It's also a, like a folk song. It, like it has this very haunting guitar sound. And then they do this thing where the lead singer like has this like multi-track vocal harmony. But it the only way I can describe it for lack of a better term, and I do not mean this in a negative way, is gross. <laughs> like it's it's almost like it's him doing different versions of what an indie like singer would sound like but they're all on top of each other and then they're all like somewhat a little bit out of sync Ooh. so it's just this weird like disorienting harmony that just like makes it feel gross you know kind like drippy yeah you know it just kind of like adds this like element to where it's just like oh this is like not only is this like kind of like a haunting like like guitar sound but just like the the lyrics and stuff itself just make me feel so like shitty you know <laughs> um and and i just i just love- yeah yeah i work nine to five yeah i know I, what you mean yeah exactly you know i'm i'm hoping out for this workers comp uh <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, so so I I just imagine like you know the ending of it just being like <laughs> like Tommy two hands like just looking just at all these pictures of him with both of his hands. He's got all these. Pi- There's yeah. one picture where he's like holding two hockey sticks. There's another picture yeah. where he's like holding two beers. There's he's another picture hands where with two different girls. Yeah, you know? just, it's just it's just a whole bunch of pictures of him using both of his hands at once. Yeah. Uh- <laughs> <laughs> but oh, yeah, I would definitely Tommy. yeah I would definitely check out Sewer Baby. Uh, they got some other good songs on there, um, but uh, I think they only have like two albums out, uh, and they, their first one dropped in like 2022, I think. Is um, there uh, any sort of closure to Tommy's story, or does he just live out his days in that apartment, uh, unemployed? And uh, there's no satisfying ending to it. It's just kind of like a "you make up what you want to make up" sort of ending, you know. Well, hopefully, uh, he gets real good at some video game that only requires one hand or something. Oh yeah, 
God, is there any? I have RuneScape. I guess. Uh, is there any good video game? I don't know. But... I was like Switch. I was like, you can play Switch Sports with one hand. That's true. Oh, he's gonna get so good at bowling. It's oh, okay. This is a yeah. happy story. Yeah. He's gonna get so good at bowling. Oh fuck! I should have put bowling for soup. <laughs> they have a new uh, album out, apparently. Oh really? Yeah, oh, that's good for them. Yeah. Y- you know that? You know the lead singer of Bowling for Soup is the voice for Chuck E. Cheese. Wow, I did not know that. I know that they live in Denton. Yeah. But, I did not know that he was the voice for Chuck E. Cheese. That's yeah, crazy. Yeah, no, Chuck E. Cheese dropped an album in quarantine. I don't know if I played that for you. Um, no, oh my God. Oh, yeah, it's... Uh, <laughs> Who boy, uh, uh, that's going to come up in some sort of episode or some sort of <laughs> exclusive that we do. But uh, uh, Hi, folks, you ever heard of foreshadowing? <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, uh, uh, that concludes uh, my section. Uh, for the podcast, Marshall. Now, before I dig down into our playlist, I'd like to introduce you to our protagonist. Jethro McPlop has been working <laughs> at the steel mill since Art 4. <laughs> 2000 Art 4. <laughs> yeah, McPlop. McPlop. Okay. All right. Since 2000 Art 4. Every day he trudges through the dirt and grime of the American infrastructure to clock in at 4.30 a.m. Today is just another day of labor and toil. Or so it seems. <coughs> Let's take a gander at our first song and see how Jethro is doing today. <coughs> My first song uh, actually begins with a little bit of exposition, so... Ooh, I was hoping there would be more. Jethro rolls out of bed and pours two fingers of Jim Bean into his coffee. Ooh. He's another day older and deeper in debt. Time to punch in and sell hours of his life to the man who determines if he gets to feed his kids or not. My first song is 16 Tons by Johnny Cash. It's the Johnny Cash version. Yeah, hell yeah. Um, and this song kind of embodies like everything that is the day laborer's like, endurance of life, right? Yeah. Uh, this is the one that goes, I owe my soul to the company store. Mm-hmm. Fucking vibe, man. Yeah. Hey, Jesus. Yeah. And so he wakes up, um, and unlike your like happy-go-lucky credit scene that's going at yeah. the start, yeah. he rolls up, pours two fingers of whiskey into his coffee, and is just like <laughs> getting ready to deal with another day at the fucking mill. Yeah. Which brings me to my second song. Wait, which... wait, wait. Before oh, we ahead, move on, yeah, yeah. what kind of what kind of coffee cup is it, or like what kind of mug is it? It's a uh, it's a Bucky's branded coffee mug <laughs> that is in the shape of like Bucky, like. <laughs> Can it's I pitch something to you? The beaver. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Wait, how about can we can we do like it's like uh, like Bucky's, but he's also Garfield. <laughs> it's like a Bucky's Garfield crossover. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. He's wearing a, a like it says heart, like yeah. he's wearing an I Heart Lasagna shirt on one side, but if you flip the coffee mug around to the other side, it's still Garfield's front. It's just like a second yeah. front, and he's wearing a second shirt that says I hate Mondays. <laughs> <laughs> I, was, I was thinking text on top, I hate Mondays, but text on bottom, I love Bucky's <laughs> <laughs> Bugsanya. <laughs> Yeah, I'm looking for that smoke brisket lasagna you guys got. Hey, uh, can I get some of that lasagna with beaver nuggets in it? <laughs> I'm sorry to derail you that much. I just had a very <laughs> no, fun image. Ruled. Yeah. Um, <laughs> well, what's your second song, my dude? Uh, my second song is uh, Clocked In by Black Flag. Oh, fuck yeah. Jethro has arrived on site and punches in. Is the air thick with bad vibes, or is that just how it feels on the work floor? (laughs) Uh, He grabs his hard hat and steps into another day on the line. Um, 
this is kind of like a classic Black Flag song. Like, it's just honestly a classic, like, hardcore punk song. Sure. Um, it's got those, like, sloppy, choppy fucking punk rock riffs, you know, just hitting mm-hmm. all kinds of little, like, weird flares and solos. Um, but really, I thought there were some lyrics in the song that kind of, like, were apropos. Hell yeah. Um, so we've got, uh, um, clock barks orders at me. <laughs> um, another one is, uh, uh, I have this problem every morning. I've got to face the clock. Yeah. You know what I mean? I, I just vibe with that, man. It's like every yeah. day I wake up and I say, are you serious? Yeah. I'm selling my lives to this guy? Yeah. Really? This fucking asshole? This asshole? It's a picture of George W. Bush. <laughs> <laughs> I'm paying for this guy's Tesla? Go fuck himself. Go fuck himself, George W. Bush. Go fu- You fuck him fucking himself. <laughs> There's enough bushes to do that. So. Yeah. yeah, they're dwindling all the time, though. That's how time uh, works. But I honestly really love this song immediately following a Johnny Cash song in the playlist. Sure, yeah. Uh, because the first song is just about, like, the the toil of man. You know, it's like you're going to go and you're going to do backbreaking labor until the day you die because you owe your soul to the man. And yeah. then it's followed up immediately by a dude just screaming, like, 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 30, 40, 50 years later, just a dude just screaming about how much he fucking just, just hates being a part of, like, this capitalist, like, system, you know, yeah. just being a cog in the machine. Well, I was just like, man, what did uh, Henry 19... Rollins do before, like, wasn't he, like, a manager of, like, a, like a yogurt place? He had Haagen-Dazs. Haagen-Dazs, uh, it was, he worked it was. at Haagen-Dazs with um, the guy from Minor Threat, I believe, whose yeah. name I can't remember right now, Ian something. Mm-hmm. Um, they worked at a Hagen Doss together, and then uh, uh, and then for a while, Henry Rollins lived in a shed while they, he was touring with Black Flag. Yeah, he kept coming home, and he'd come home to a shed in someone's backyard. And that was home. <laughs> um, well, I just I love the idea of Henry Rollins being a manager anywhere. I know, right? right. <laughs> like, well, so... it makes the fact that he was a, a manager at a Hagen Doss place makes his like frozen yogurt monologue on the Eric Andre show that much better. Oh, fucking hilarious! Yeah. <laughs> no, I just. I mean, for me, I just like, like, uh, someone's like, I want to speak to your manager. It's like, you don't, you, you don't, don't, he's going to punch you. You don't want to speak to my manager. My manager's going to hit you. (laughs) No, 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 he will, he will fuck your shit up. You do not want to talk to my manager. He is not a nice man. No, 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 no. Well spoken. Yeah. Eloquent. Not a nice man. Very smart. Very bright. Uh, he will knock all of your fucking teeth out. Ma'am, just, just realize that the coupon is expired for both of us please oh man i wish we had more henry rollins type characters in management positions just for the sake of like yeah just for the sake of like sales floor employees yeah <laughs> <laughs> like if i ever worked for henry rollins and he was just my like boss at like a 7-eleven like and somebody came in to rob us i'd be like don't do it henry no, 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 I, not to Henry, just to the guy pointing the gun on my face. I'd be like, don't do it, dude. I thought you were saying don't do it to Henry, and Henry's just sitting there cracking his knuckles. Yeah. Um, rips both guys' arms off and then beats them to death with his own arms. Yeah. Um, the guy never lets go of the guns. He's pistol whipping himself <laughs> with his own pistol. <laughs> and I'm laughing, but I also know that is physically possible <laughs> i'm laughing i'm also very scared because that's my boss i that's work with him boss. every day <laughs> but like there's a part of you that knows he'd be really good to the employees of course yeah <laughs> no there's nothing more punk rock than being in a management position and wanting your employees to unionize yeah um <laughs> uh, so my third song yes 
Um, uh, it, it makes the the question you posed to me at the front of the episode kind of funny. Yeah. Because uh, my third song is called OSHA Violation. <laughs> <laughs> Hell yeah. Um, it's by a band called Fallout Settlement. Um, and I cannot describe this song in any way other than weird beep boops and chaos <laughs> um i, I was, was at was, work I, I have a question was this the one that you were telling me you're just like hey man i have this song and it's just insane i told zachary i was at work today and i was listening to the playlist on loop a couple of times and at one point i looked out at my phone and i just go god damn it and i see zach look up and i'm just like zach I thought this song was six minutes long because every time I listen to it, it feels like it's six minutes long and it's two and a half minutes long. <laughs> I was like, this song is a fucking chore, dude. <laughs> but the thing is, I really wanted OSHA Violation as the name and there were no other songs on Spotify with that particular wording. Yeah. Um, um, and honestly, it kind of is really apropos for what this song kind of is indicative of in the story. Sure. Um, so actually, why don't we pick back up with Jethro down at the steel mill? Oh, Jethro. Turns out the air was full of bad vibes. Vernon, who was only recently certified, didn't properly tilt the load on the top of his forklift. The foreman didn't say anything and the whole thing tumbled. A giant steel girder slams into a giant steel vat of liquid steel, and it courses molten metal across the floor. This song is beat boopy chaos, <laughs> as is the floor of the mill. Yeah. I want to say, uh, first of all, I uh, love that both of us had like industrial disasters. Yeah. 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 <laughs> I think that was probably a given, but I didn't think we both would until you went into yours. And I was like, oh, that's that's so nice that we're bonding over like people being permanently maimed and disfigured. Yeah. Um, well, uh, well, a little a little bit behind the, the scenes here. Every week, Marshall and I have to come up with these playlists. But then also you and I are the only person that we would send a song like this to. <laughs> Correct. Correct. So most of our week is us dancing around the the songs we picked and the narrative that we're weaving. It's us trying so hard every single week, five days out of the week, including today, because tomorrow we're just going to, I mean, we're going to start gearing up to release the episode on Friday, but then like also we're, we're, we're gearing up for recording next week. And so mm -hmm. every single week, including the day after recording, it's just like both of us twitching, trying not to talk about what we're planning. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> because uh, like sometimes it's like, oh, I have this really good idea. Fuck, I can't tell Marshall until Wednesday. Or, oh, fuck, I don't know if this idea is going to work and I can't tell Marshall know, until like it I can't happens. even talk about it. I can't even figure out if it's good. Yeah. Um... Um, oh, yeah, yeah, but uh, real quick, one of the reasons I think this song is so chaotic to me mm. is because there's not really, like, a discernible beat. Sure. Um, so it's, like, it's a very electronic song, mm -hmm. um, and there's not, unlike, like, most electronic songs have that, like, beat at the core of them, and that's, like, kind of the point of the music, whether right. it's, like, like EDM or whether it's, like, lo-fi or whether it's, like, even, like, literally instrumental beats. Yeah, it's um, everything is built around the rhythm. Exactly, yeah. and this one... Uh, <sighs> I'm sure that there are things that are hitting rhythm beats in there, but there's not like a distinct percussive track. And so it just feels like every single little tiny melody and every beep and boop and every electronic thing that is happening just does not have a place to land. And it's all <laughs> just kind of floating in space. Um, as are the souls of the men coated in <laughs> liquid molten steel. <laughs> oh, no. Oh, no. The, oh, God. That, that's that's got to be a horrible way to go. Yeah. Oh, right, dude. Yeah. Right. Just like, oh, uh, yeah. 
I mean, I, I, I'm, a, I'm such a pansy. I, I, you know, if I touch water, that's too hot. I just, uh, I cry about it. I've seen it, y'all. It's really funny. Yeah. <laughs> well, it's not. It's not. I don't even... like laughing at people crying. But um, I, I laugh at Zach crying at touching warm water. But I, I warm do, water. I do uh, drunk white girl cry when yeah. that happens. Yeah. <laughs> Y'all should see. I mean, he looked like a drunk white girl when he was doing that. Yeah. Uh, uh, mostly because he's wearing a bikini, but also just the way he moved his hair. It was well, very Marshall, apt. I'm at home. I want to <laughs> relax at home. I will. I would never tell you how to dress in your own home. Zach. Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> My body, my choice. So, uh, uh, <laughs> let's pick back up at the steel mill. <laughs> um, the screams of the men on the work floor slowly die out as the screen fades to black. Fade in, interior, bar. Jethro sits next to his buddy, Blart, <laughs> from the mill. <laughs> Blart, first name, last name, very important, Marshall. Which is it? Pluribus. Pluribus is his first name? No, no, no. Blart's his first name. Pluribus Bl- is his last name. Oh, okay, gotcha. Blart, yeah, Blart's his first name. Are you kidding me? No, I just didn't know if this was an origin story. Oh, no, no. This is not Paul Blart. Yeah, okay. This is not gotcha. Paul Blart. This is Blart Pluribus. Ah. Uh, different celebrity, different celebrity mall cop. <laughs> you haven't seen the Blart Pluribus saga? <laughs> <laughs> uh, Jethro sits next to his buddy Blart Plorbus from the mill. They each knock back a shot of well whiskey. It's time, man. Something's got to change. We lost 34,323 guys to that girderfarter, says Blart. Girderfarter? Girderfarter. <laughs> yeah, man, says Jethro. Just then, unionized by Cool Ghouls plays on the jukebox. Ooh, Cool both, Ghouls. Both boys look up as re- the reverb-soaked leads fill the bar. Fuck yeah. So yeah, my third or my fourth song, Unionize. Nice. By Cool Ghouls. Yeah. Which, like, Cool Ghouls, honestly, like, like it's no mannequin pussy, it's no sewer baby, but it's high on that list. It right? is. Cool yeah. Ghouls. Cool Ghouls. I That's... had a different song that was also about unionizing, and yeah. then uh, uh, I was just scrolling through other songs under this keyword, and I saw Unionize by Cool Ghouls, and I said, <gasps> Yeah. I hope this one's good. What, uh, uh, what kind of music is it? Um... So, uh, according to their bio, they call themselves Garage Rock, which is just okay. kind of like, I mean, that's like calling yourself alt rock, you know what I yeah, mean? It's sure, like, it's sure. like got kind of it's broad implications. Statement. Yeah. Um, and so, like, while they do call themselves Garage Rock, like, it's like, I'm trying to figure out, because I haven't listened to a ton of their other music, though I'm really excited to. Sure. Because um, yeah. they're called Cool Ghouls. Yeah, exactly. Um, I haven't determined whether they have this much reverb on their 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 shrill, shrieky guitar tones because mm. the song is called Unionize, and so they're specifically trying to make like a '60s like protest rock song. Sure, or if that's or just if that's their just their style. tone, yeah, right? Sure, yeah, sure, sure. But uh, I'm I'm a huge like like big drippy reverb like that that's just like shrieks when you've got a little tiny bit of fuzz on it. It's mm-hmm. just like it's just like, oh oh, it gets me, man. Oh, it gets me. It's like uh, yeah, you're pumped. I'm so pumped right now. Yeah. Um, and it's like, I, it just, it just, it just, it's just, I can't emphasize how shrill this glorious <laughs> tone is. It's beautiful. This song has like the kind of tones in it, the kind of like 60s, like protest rock tones. And it makes me want the US to go to war again so I can go protest and play this song. Fuck. <laughs> 
And that says a lot of bad things about me, yeah. but a lot of great things about this song. <laughs> <laughs> I really thought it was cool. Yeah. Um, um, and obviously, Unionize, our boy's ears perked up. Yeah. What are they going to do here? Yeah. What's that? Well, let me turn this storybook page real quick and get to the final chapter oh, of so the dusty. story. <laughs> to the story of, of Jethro McPlop. <laughs> Jethro McPlop. In front of the mill, there's hundreds of feet of picketers. <laughs> The workers are on strike. The factory's shut down. It's a mill, but I put factory here. (laughs) (laughs) Jethro is in the boss's office. Oh, shit. At the top of the skyscraper, the penthouse of the skyscraper that's on on facility at the mill. (laughs) (laughs) Look at all those ants down there doing the work. Yeah, from the penthouse to the yeah. top of the... That's how I imagine it. He's That's how a, I imagine it. He's got talks. a corner office, and then his office is all four corners of the skyscraper. Yeah. <laughs> and he has, like, a big telescope just to look at. <laughs> Everyone has numbers, and he's like, number 37. <laughs> he he always looks through the telescope and then just goes, ugh. <laughs> the doesn't, doesn't even say anything. Yeah. He just gags at the fact he had to look at pores. Yeah. Um, I only mention all this because that's how our CEO uh, looks and talks. Well, Jethro, says the gnarled, drooling billionaire in a three-piece suit. I'm sorry to say that Texas is an at-will state, so I'm firing you for being too cool. Ah, fuck. Nothing to do with the union stuff. Yeah. Then Jethro busts into tears, because all of his work organizing the union, it was all for naught. He works in an at-will state, and they can just say they didn't fire him for union stuff. Oh, no, Jethro McPlop. Jethro cries and cries, and he reaches over and pulls two $100 bills from the tissue box at the billionaire's table and dries his eyes with them. The fat cats always win. Yeah. The end. So my last song, yeah, uh, my last song, the one that describes that scene. (laughs) Jeez. Mine was dark. Yeah, this one's just real. Yeah. Uh, 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 This song's called Forced Pension. Oh, Oh, Jesus Christ. (laughs) Not my boy McPlop. <laughs> uh, forced Pension. Um, and it's by, uh, it's off an album called The Lo-Fi Army. Oh, okay. And then there wasn't like a specific artist I could really tie it to. The Lo-Fi Army is like, it looks like a collab album where a whole bunch of different Lo-Fi oh, sure. artists all put songs on. Yeah. And um, from the basic like run through that I gave it through, I was unable to identify any of the specific artists that it was, but it's sure. off of that album. Um, if any of y'all uh, identify it, let me know so that I can, uh, I can, I can, Maybe do another I'm Sorry bit or something. Yeah. But honestly, it's a really cool song. It's it's off that lo-fi album. Um, honestly, to me, though, it's more like one of... It's like it is a lo-fi song, but it feels more like one of those just like instrumental beat tracks. Sure. Like, you know, um, like like artists like RJD2 mm-hmm. and uh, yeah. other beat makers who they'll release um, albums with rappers, but then they'll also release the instrumental because like they're also like, hey, these are like standalone. Yeah, you know? for sure. Um, um, it, it felt kind of like of that vein to me where I was like, I really want to hear someone rap over this, but also I really enjoy just listening to it in this state as yeah. it is. I think part of that is because it's like whenever uh, lyrics are given to to a song then it has a specific like a narrative it has a specific it like, a direct meaning as right. opposed to just whatever your general 
like vibe takeaway is. Right, exactly. Because it's like I could listen to a specific beat and then be like, oh, like this is like a more somber beat or something. And then a rap artist gets on there and he's just talking about something completely different than like the tone (laughs) of the song, which sometimes can be fucking fun and just dope as hell, you know. But Mm -hmm. other times it's just like, oh, no, I like I like deriving my own meaning from like the music. Right. Yeah. Yeah. And I I really I found this one Um, again. Keyword searches, of course, I wouldn't have gotten forced pinch in otherwise. Um, but it, it does. It is like a little bit darker of a track. Um, um, it, it to me, it just kind of like like the fact. I mean, it's a, it, it again. I said it feels like an instrumental like hip hop beat to me. So to sure. me, it's like it's like the things that always like drive hip hop beats are like the percussion, uh, the exact things that that song OSHA Violation was lacking, and and the percussion kind of like continuing to drive the song forward, even though the song doesn't sound like it feels particularly good about itself. Sure, um, just kind of made me think about just like yeah jethro lost his job at the mill yeah his attempts to unionize failed yeah like the fat cats at the top won, but like he could still get a job at amazon yeah gotta keep trucking (laughs) (laughs) fuck (laughs) i just want to say i told you mine was kind of dark um but i told you it had a pretty funny ending Um, of the ending i did not say before the ending was no less dark it was just funnier than the other dark parts Um, (laughs) (laughs) and thus ends thus ends the tale of jethro mcplop American hero. R.I.P. Yeah. Um, I, I, I didn't go into the whole conspiracy theory about how the union bosses killed him because he didn't go through for him and they were also corrupt. Oh, sure. Um, you know. You know how that be. Yeah. Well, Marshall, uh, uh, great list. Thank I'm excited you. Yeah, to listen to this well. playlist. Yeah. Uh, so before we wrap up, uh, I did have something that's not necessarily a segment. Um, it's more of just an observation. So, Marshall, as you know, before we started releasing this podcast, we recorded a lot of episodes uh, to really get our pacing down and to really kind of determine if we had something with this idea. And and so far, it's been really great. Uh, But what that does mean (laughs) is we recorded a lot of uh, content and then released it weeks or a month later right yeah yeah and uh we're working to get uh, eventually we will be week to week whenever we can like figure that out but what happened was uh <laughs> what would what would y'all think if i told y'all this episode was recorded before christmas anyways <laughs> continue zach <laughs> we don't want to spoil all the magic but like what happened was we recorded an episode and we mentioned a specific artist. Uh, we were talking about Migos in episode three, mm-hmm. right? And we recorded it. And then like a month later, like the week we dropped the episode, like I want to say like maybe uh, like six days before we dropped the episode, unfortunately, Takeoff passed away, which is a horrible... R.I.P. That was tragic. That was so tragic. And then recently, uh, I I was editing a different episode where I mentioned Gallagher. Mm -hmm. He's the bad guy to our episode five uh, MCU. The MCU for... Yeah, uh, for Watermelon Man. For Watermelon Man. Right, because I was like, oh, Gallagher, you know, smashes the watermelons. And then like... And then a couple of weeks after we recorded that, then Gallagher passed away. Yeah. Um, so I'm kind of worried that we've made a death note. Ellen DeGeneres, you're telling me that we say names on this show and people die later? Yeah. Uh, so, like, uh, uh, for those of you who aren't aware of Death Note, uh, it's a, like an anime where a kid is given a book and he's told if you write a name, 
in this book, Harvey Weinstein, then uh, that person will die. And so I'm kind of worried that we've unintentionally made something where uh, if we say a name of a person, they they actually will die. Kanye West. Um, I think that's kind of actually an interesting thought because like I'm not a big anime head, but I've definitely seen um, Death Note, and mm-hmm. and I think it is one of the more like like popular mainstream animes that's out there, uh, James Corden. And it's just like kind of bizarre to me that that you think we would have made one with our show. Yeah, unintentionally, you know, like Army Hammer. Like I think that like. We just started putting out, you know, this thing into the universe and like stuff as is coming back. The cop dogs and Paw Patrol. I uh, I'm and, and I'm a little worried, you know, because it's like this is the, I, what what power is this? You know, this is just a, a dumb podcast for jokes. Paul Ryan. Yeah, I'm just not sure if I want that kind of responsibility. It's just kind of crazy to me. Um, and I would never, I would hate for anything bad, anyone whose name I said, for anything bad to happen to them. Um, except Ted Cruz. Ted Cruz. Ted Cruz. Dick Ted Cheney. Cruz. I know what you mean. Ted Cruz. Yeah. I know what you mean, man. You know, <laughs> it's, a, it's one of those situations where it's just like Victor Salva. Like, you don't wish death on people. But unfortunately, that's just the way things shake out. Yeah. No, it's a weird one, man. Yeah. It's a weird one. Ted Cruz. Um. <laughs> I just want to really, <laughs> really make a fucking meal out of Ted Cruz, that one. Yeah. Um. Uh, well, I, uh, I, unfortunately, folks, that is now the end of our uh, podcast. If, um, if any of those people die before this episode comes out, we'll know. We'll definitely know uh, that we unfortunately have created a death note. But thank you so much for listening. Uh, we had a great time. We hope you guys had a great time. This is a really fun episode, dude. Yeah, I had a not, blast recording this. Yeah, thing. no, we, uh, you and I rarely talk about Mills. You know, <laughs> other other than the times we mentioned Miller Lite on our yeah. podcast, we don't really talk about Mills that much. Uh, uh, oh man, neither of us did like a general General Mills guy. Is <laughs> it the the cereal factory? <laughs> oh yeah, we didn't. Yeah. Another day at the mills. You know, some some jokes they're just too. The, some fruit is too low hanging. Yeah yeah, 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 yeah. You gotta pick up the high ones. You know, yeah. Ellen DeGeneres. I know what you mean. Yeah, for sure. Uh, thank you guys so much for listening. Uh, for all upcoming episodes, uh, be sure to check us out on social media at Eardrunk on Twitter and at Eardrunk on Instagram. You can also email us at Eardrunk at Gmail. And if you guys have any suggestions for uh, themes for future episodes, just be sure to tweet at us or uh, send us an email if uh, we've messed anything up or given out wrong information uh, you can also hit us up there and we'll uh, you know acknowledge it and because we're just trying to get better about this stuff also um, an important note because we did not mention it this time I'm thinking back real hard and I don't think we did uh, our, our playlists are going to be as they are every week in the description of this episode yeah and they will be on Spotify and you guys can listen to both of them tell us which one you like more uh, Marshall it's right above our leak yeah. it's right above our link to JW Francis yes J.W. Francis, uh, our, our good bud who lets us use his song Lo-Fi off the album We Share a Similar Joy. Guys, he's an amazing artist. Uh, we love his music a lot. Uh, he's got a uh, new album coming out or probably out now called Dream House. It's got some great tracks on there like Casino and uh, I Want to Be Your Basketball and Our Story. Uh, he's just a dope dude uh, he, who lets us use his, his song for our silly little podcast. So be sure to, to share show him some love and that about does it folks thank you so much one more time for listening to the podcast i've been your host zach webb and i'm me and have a kick-ass day <laughs> bye <Bye-bye. laughs>